Welcome to the Teaching and Tech Podcast, where dedicated mentoring meets innovative technology. This podcast is brought to you by the educational technologists of SUNY Empire State College. Today, we're talking to Dr. Eileen O'Connor, Associate Professor and Coordinator for the Masters of Arts, Learning, and Emerging Technology program here at SUNY Empire State College. My talk with Eileen will focus on her use of LinkedIn for Learning with students in the online classroom setting. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us. Welcome back to the Teaching in Tech podcast series. Today, we're going to talk about the use of LinkedIn Learning with SUNY Empire State College uh, Professor Eileen O'Connor. She has been uh, in the world of teaching with technology uh, heavily for a while. So I'm just going to let Eileen share her uh, her experiences on using LinkedIn for Learning with her students. Thanks, Eileen. Uh, well, thank you, Mike, and it's, it's good to have a forum to talk. As I was telling Mike, um, the problem will be getting me to quiet down. So um, I will give you a little context first about how I use this and my students. And first of all, I'm in the graduate program at SUNY Empire, and we're 100% online. So I teach in the, quote, emerging technologies area, which means that not only do I have my students coming into an online environment, but I have to get them ready to be that next generation of teacher, professional developer, corporate trainer, somebody who uses technology as part of the way they teach or market or train others. So um, I've been doing this for many years. I've taught online for over 20 years. And in the process, I've often had to develop my own tutorials, my own media. And as I was telling Mike, I had a little e-business where I did this as a woman-owned business that I started in 2001. And, you know, it was marginally successful. But I have to admit, when Linda came out with her lynda.com, the original version, um, I was extremely jealous. She did an excellent job, and so much so that LinkedIn took it over, and it's now LinkedIn Learning. So um, I very much appreciate the model. And I don't know if everyone in the audience has used it, but within Empire State College, they've given us faculty members and students the real benefit of being able to use LinkedIn Learning throughout our academic moments. You know, so for me, I can use it all year round. Students can use it when they're enrolled in classes. And again, I'm kind of a little blind as to how much this audience knows about LinkedIn Learning. But the first thing you have to do is get yourself involved. See how well-designed the interface is and how intuitive it is. It's a master database of an amazing amount of information that can range in everything from business to technology to art to education to culture. And it keeps on growing. And so when you go into these environments, you search for either specific things you want to learn or you can search just globally. And I'll tell you how I have my students using this in a moment, but avail yourself of this. In general, at least the things that I've done, 
you will be introduced into an environment where you have videos. And the video might be anything from the instructor talking to the instructor explaining things with PowerPoint type slides in the background to um, the instructor doing some combination of the above, explaining whatever it is the topic is. Beautifully done are the scripts that go along with it. And depending upon what the topic is, and again, my students are learning technologies, they might want something very advanced, such as learning a game engine, such as Unity or Unreal Engine. If you pick one of those more advanced topics, they not only have the scripts, but they even have files that you can use and download to go along with them. So I know myself, during the summer, I get a bit of a hiatus from teaching. And I go in and try to learn as much as I can in some of the emerging technology areas, which is my field. But it's not limited to just technologies. There's a lot of different things you can learn. And I'll, I'll show you how I learned about those. But the first thing is spend some time learning it yourself. Now, again, I have the benefit of being able to use the services that the college provides. But you can also simply go in, and it used to be something like $30 a month, and you could get the tutorials yourself. So if you don't have something provided by your institution, then go in and get the one-month subscription. And I think there might even be a free month or something. So go in and learn about these tutorials. They are extremely well designed. Um, you can create. And they've been kind of updating their interface, so I'm not sure the language they use now. Um, it used to be playlists, but you can store things so that if you started to learn something, uh, apparently photography is one of their biggest areas. So you started to learn photography. You don't have time to complete it all. You can save courses. You can save sections within courses. Um, the courses are extremely well lined up. And so as you start rolling through one of the videos, you'll see on the side all the sections that come ahead. And so maybe you don't need to learn everything. You just can jump around to the different video clips. So you can save an entire course. You can save just some of the videos. Um, what I like, too, as an instructor, I can then develop, and I again, I'm not quite sure what their latest version is. I can develop a list that I push out to my students. So maybe I want them to see particular parts of LinkedIn Learning. I can create a list and share it with my students that I then put into a course. So you have to see how well done these tutorials are. Now, they tend to get rather deep. And sometimes my students don't want to listen to a two-hour course. And they can go into the sidebar, though, and just pick sections that are relevant to them. Now, I haven't done this, but I know from looking at it, you can also get certifications. <clears throat> so there are, I, and I don't know if this is for all of them, but for some of them, you can actually take quizzes along the way and get certifications in particular areas. So that's something I need to explore. I don't know whether there's an additional fee, but it's certainly um, by 
my understanding, I have well done. I have seen all the courses. Um, I would be quite happy that they would have a good certification program as well. So that's just kind of learning more about LinkedIn, and I think everyone should take the time to learn about it. Now, I'll tell you how I use it in my courses. And remembering that I work 100% online with my students, and my personal perspective is I want my students and I to be socially networked. So online courses to me are not just read a book and do a paper. Online courses are social networks. So I do things like have my students videotape themselves. Something called screencasting, where they actually can have something open on the screen. They can show what they're learning. And I also like them to turn the camera on themselves so that when these students do this assignment, they then upload it. We get to see who's in the class. We get to know each other, not just as a person writing a line in a discussion board. We get to see each other. And um, they're always a little nervous at first doing it, but then they get to like it. And I do it myself. I put myself on the screen. And so what I have my students do is early on in most of my courses, which are education courses that use technology, I have the students go to LinkedIn Learning and actually explore it for any topic that they want. And this is how I've learned about all the topics that are available. So some of them go in and they do a search right away for something targeted that they want. Um, maybe they want to know how to use software like Prezi in a K-12 classroom. Or maybe somebody wants to know about uh, virtual reality in healthcare. So they can target in, um, but some students just go general. They look at the categories that LinkedIn Learning proposes. So they've done a lot of work to categorize different components. And so I have the students in a very open-ended way go in and talk about what they wanted to learn, talk about how they use the interface, and talk about um, the product itself. And in this, they also um, share back with the students. Now, just a little bit of education jargon. Vygotsky was around about 100 years ago in uh, Russia. And he really started to see social learning. And so I use that concept of social learning. And so the students now post their own initial experience with LinkedIn learning. And they share it visually with other students in the class. So being the instructor, I have to watch everybody's video. I learned a lot from the students. I learned who they are. I learned what they found in LinkedIn learning. And I learned more about LinkedIn Learning that I didn't know. So over time, I've benefited from that. And I'm sort of using their model, which remember, I used it many years back um, when I had my own e-business, use their model to actually kind of create a classroom community. So the students then will, in their text discussion, often will point out that they didn't 
realize that they could have found out certain things. So the students themselves teach one another what might be available. Um, so that, that's kind of how they initially get exposed to it. I don't want to tell them to just go to certain pieces. Now, later in my courses, um, like for instance, I have a kind of survey intro course on emerging technologies right now. And I also do things like my students share and co-develop a Google slideshow. I want them to learn how to do a Google slideshow. I want them to learn how to uh, get to know one another because, as I said, social media is how I consider online courses. And they all go in, but I don't have time to teach them all the little steps for Google slideshows if they maybe don't know how to put in a picture. So I then bring in a specific link to LinkedIn Learning and embed that along with the information in that online course. So, you know, I have the kind of broad introduce yourself and introduce LinkedIn Learning to the class, but then I also use it in very targeted ways. And as I said, uh, up until recently, you can see my websites, I had to make every tutorial myself until the college got LinkedIn Learning. And I am so happy now that I can not have to teach how to insert a picture into PowerPoint uh, or into slideshow. I can literally put in the link so if they don't know how to do it, they can go to LinkedIn Learning. So that has saved me tremendously. And I know the quality there is there. Now, I've used other programs. I won't mention their names now because I'm going to focus on LinkedIn Learning. There are a number of tutorial-based programs coming up that are international and can be very helpful, um, particularly with emerging technologies, but they aren't all vetted the way LinkedIn Learning is. So I'm not always sure exactly what my students will get when they go to those tutorials. And so sometimes if they have to learn something very exotic, they have to use these internationally-based tutorials. But um, I'm not sure of the quality, but I am sure of the quality in LinkedIn Learning. So um, that's how I will use it also to have points where my students need to learn something specific. And I go to, to LinkedIn Learning. I find whether there is something on point, And I put it in. And it saved me a lot of work. Um, now, one thing I don't get, though, and I don't know, maybe there's a way to do it. I don't get the analytics back to let me know whether they actually went over to that. But I certainly know it's there. And I know if the students need help, they can get it. A um, couple of other things I'm thinking about. Um, what happens, though, interestingly, my students fall in love with LinkedIn Learning. You know, they'll often bring it up. They'll bring it up in assignments. and some of them are in turn teaching others. You know, they're, they're kind of learning how to teach online with emerging technologies. So they rather glibly say, oh, and my students are going to go to, to LinkedIn Learning and do this. So I have to kind of remind them then that it's licensed by the school, and that's why it's freely available. If they want to bring it over to their school, um, they'll have to make an arrangement for that. So. Sometimes they get overly enthusiastic, and I have to kind of bring it back a little bit and just remind them that that's a service that Empire is providing for them through their licensing. 
Um, so it's interesting, though. It's because they really have found this, the software to be very helpful to them, or I should say the, the learning programs. Um, let me think. Uh, there are a couple of other points there, but uh, that's kind of my main ways of using it. I will tell you it's really helped me as an instructor to be able to have quality areas that they can go to in technology. But I know uh, sometimes I look up business areas. Uh, I look up, I, I haven't honestly looked that broadly through some of their other offerings, but I know there is quite a wealth of different areas. So I encourage everybody to explore that. So um, Mike, those are kind of some of the biggest things I've done with this. But um, what other areas do you, would you like to have me go into about using these tools? Well, I know from my perspective, I just love the fact that the college has this LinkedIn Learning um, agreement for all of our faculty and our students. And I love like you, what you were taught when you mentioned the exercise files. That's part of what we have. Every every person from Empire State College in this in their LinkedIn for Learning account has what LinkedIn for Learning considers the premium membership, and the premium membership includes these exercise files. Uh, mm -hmm. And when I was uh, just starting out in this career, um, I had a I had to have a Linda uh, account. I didn't have to. I just chose to. I saw. I was told mm -hmm. by someone who was already in the field, "Hey, you know, you're, you should get this," and so I did. And I was really thankful because, you know, if if somebody needed help with something, I don't know, like something that I had never done in PowerPoint, I could go right into Linda and find the two-minute video on how to do mm -hmm. that one specific mm -hmm. thing part that was part of another a broader course and learn what I had to do and then go do it. So I was able to, you know, teach myself multiple software platforms because as long as you have that software platform on your computer, you can use the files that they provide and and you'll get the most benefit. So it's really the ultimate to me, it's the ultimate project-based learning mm -hmm. tool mm -hmm. because you they, every one of the videos are an actual project. So like, for example, um, if you are learning how to use PowerPoint um, or, okay, even something else, if you're learning how to use Photoshop, the files they provide will be all, all a bunch of files and images and whatnot that you will use in this Photoshop software to create something. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. like, um, you know, if you're using, if you're learning how to use InDesign, well, they give you all the pieces, all the individual objects to create something in InDesign. Um, mm -hmm. And that's really what makes it, I think, successful is the fact that it's all project-based. It has you actually doing something to learn the it and then when you're done you have an actual object that you created that uh, that when you move on to use that same software platform and in, in, you know f moving forward mm -hmm. you have you can recall moments 
when you were working on that project in linked in the Linda course uh, and how to for how to strategize what you're doing. So I really love and and the bottom line too is it's not cheap. The premium membership for what was Linda and I'm sure LinkedIn for Learning mm -hmm. is not cheap. Um, I can't remember what I spent, but I mean it was a while ago, and even back then it seemed expensive. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. so to have this for free is phenomenal. And now for us to be able to, you know, integrate it is is uh, with our LMS is great too. I enjoy the fact that uh, just discovering how LinkedIn has has merged with Linda, and the best way to talk about the one thing about that that's most intriguing is that it figures out from the words you put on your profile in link in LinkedIn it figures out what courses you might want to take wow I didn't know that yep mm -hmm. so if you say you know I am a marketing I am an entrepreneur and I am uh, in the world of marketing Right, mm -hmm. it will figure out what courses you should take within Linda that will further your career. Oh, in, I didn't even in, know that in that yeah. area. Yeah, it's amazing. Mm -hmm. And and um, when I started with Linda back in the day, they were mostly just software tutorials. Like that was it, software. Mm -hmm. And now they have branched out into so much. They've branched out into all all arts. Um, mm -hmm. software, all music software, and now they've even branched off into like business soft skills. Yes, I saw that. Yep. And it amazing. was my students that showed me that. You know, oh, really? Some of them wanted to learn how to be better presenters. Mm. I hadn't even thought that. So they, they looked up things on presenting, and every time I looked, you know, being an academic, there was part of me that wanted to say, well, they're not going to be that good. Well, I was wrong. <laughs> they were very good, and I said, I think I'm going to do this myself to learn how to make a better online course or whatever. Absolutely. Um, yeah. No, and I think we can all learn. They get real experts, and um, mm -hmm. it's just amazing. So people really are – we're very lucky to have it. Um, oh, definitely. And I enjoy that instructors love to embed, uh, embed it in their courses within Moodle. Um, a lot of instructors, I don't know if you do this, Eileen, but a lot of instructors love to make playlists. Yep, yep, I do that. Yep, playlists are awesome because, you know, you can I take... I changed the nomenclature recently because I couldn't find that. But, you know, one way or another, they, they you, you know, you can save things and share them out with others. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I got my terminology mixed up. They're called collections. Yeah, yes, that's it. I got my terminology mixed up. Collection. So you can create a collection from different random uh, courses uh, so to, to really like um, make it more specific what you want your students to be able to accomplish. And, uh, you know, just, just like a – because it reminds me of like a, a video playlist, like a YouTube playlist, your favorite yeah. videos. You mm -hmm. add them together and they're in one folder. They're in one place. So um, that's kind of a, a small, easy way to describe it. Like, um, yeah, I mean, a lot of folks who knew Linda from back in the day assumed, oh, it's just 
software stuff. I'm not in IT. I don't need to care. You know, I'm not in IT. I'm not a graphic designer. I don't need to care. But just by looking here on my profile mm -hmm. um, in LinkedIn for Learning, it has it shows some videos trending now for people in your role. Oh my goodness! Figured out what I might like. So it has this a three hour and 20 minute course project management foundations it has a 25 minute course called how to slow down and be more productive mm. <laughs> Dave Crenshaw author and leadership coach yeah and how mm -hmm. that's certainly you know timely right now people are realizing that you know it's it's better to to slow down and focus and be more mindful in the moment of what you're doing rather than feeling like you're just task on a task all the time that has to be completed. Mm -hmm. um, what's another one I see business analysis foundations, banish mm -hmm. your inner, banish your inner critic to unleash creativity uh, by yeah. Nice Jacobs hour and two minutes. So, you know, and you can see this, this is not just how to use Excel, which of course to me though, I mean, on a side note, I think we all need to learn Excel, right? But but I actually, mean... when I had my online business, <laughs> that was a big part of it. Yeah, that's how I got, and I used to teach databases access as well. Yeah. So I learned them years ago and used them all the time. Oh yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, you know, this is this is just one example of how LinkedIn for Learning merging with Linda makes it mm -hmm. really, really, really useful. Well, and there's more things now that you taught me just now that I have to explore. And I think one thing that um, I found, too, my students are going to be designing um, educational environments. And all of them today use technology one way or another to some degree, yep. even if you're just making videos or something. So the fact that when they go into LinkedIn Learning, um, they get a chance to see a well-designed online environment and, and realize that it's not simple. It's not just a matter of putting together simple instructions. Um, you have to be thinking, you have to think ultimately in terms of the end goal, whether there's going to be a certificate, whether, you know, and I like how you pointed out, it, it really embeds them in projects and yeah. walks them through. And um, reflecting back on my business I started 20 years ago, that's how I, I did it. I had projects. And the difference that I had, though, was the end of each week, they emailed me the project, and I had to evaluate it. So it was much more labor-intensive. Um, but I noticed, too, in some of their later versions, and I haven't tested this, but you can actually send messages to the instructor. Um, I, I don't know. Have you ever done that, Mike? Um, no, I have not. No, yeah. I have not. That's very interesting. Yeah. Very so I was just thinking, you know, how, how can they keep up? But... Um, they're presenters, and this isn't just a, you know, it sounds like I'm advertising for them, but their presenters are <laughs> articulate. They um, speak clearly, and I will say because I have taken some international courses, mm. and um, what I find is you really have to accommodate different, um, different even accents, where I found that I think they must have some kind of speech training because everybody's very clear, even for me with my American English. And um, the other thing I love is being able to play it back at different speeds. And, you know, I get videos from my students, and honestly, I often play them back at different speeds. 
Mm. Because, um, you know, depending on the, the person and the phraseology, you might be able to pick up what you need to know by playing it at double speed. And mm -hmm. so, yep. Yep. you know, it, it was, again, one of my students who taught me that trick. Um, but I just love the platform. And I'm thinking, as you said, I generally supplement work. I'm almost wondering if in some of my modules, I might make everyone just take a course and get their little certification there. Mm. So I, I think there are infinite ways to use them, and I've only scratched the surface. But Yeah, um, you know, that's funny you mentioned that, because when you do complete a course in LinkedIn, uh, in LinkedIn for Learning, it provides a badge that's displayed on your LinkedIn profile. Oh, really? Yes. See, now I didn't know that. I haven't gone through its OC. Yeah, because I love badges. <laughs> yeah, um, and it will. So anytime someone goes to that person's LinkedIn page, they will, you know, a prospective uh, hirer will see. Oh, they full on went and did the entire course and finished it. And, and they must have to. Have you done this, Mike? They must have to do the little um, assessments that come along with it. I haven't always done that myself so um some have assessments some basically are just like you know if you've moved on you've moved on but 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 yeah the way that it figures out that you've completed it is basically that you it, it tell it can tell that you've watched through each video yeah so it's like a check a checkbox plus there's a nice little timeline there's a little graphic they've got on it that shows you like i can go back to some of my old well, they were called playlists, but now you see they're collections. Hmm. When I go back to them, I can see just visually how far I've gone through that particular right. set of tutorials. Yep, yep, and that's the good part, especially you know when you when you do a bit and then you leave and then you come back another day, you can see exactly where you left off. Mm -hmm. And like you know, during the summer when I get a little more time to actually explore things, I'm always trying to learn new technologies. And what I do is if I see a Linda course there, or LinkedIn, I should say now, when I see one of those courses, I'll go through it and see if it gives enough information, like Tinkercad is one that we're using now. Okay. That you use with augmented reality or with mm. 3D printers. Mm. You know, I'll go through, take the course myself, mm -hmm. take little screen captures that, that I then put into my Google SlideShare and a slideshow and then I'll bring those into my course to say I have enough confidence that that particular course really will help my students with what I need. Hmm. And I just have to tell you, because so many summers, I then had to go and create my own tutorials. Mm -hmm. And now I don't. I just review the LinkedIn tutorials. Hmm. They seem to be enough. And things like Blender, which is a really advanced 3D program. Yeah. Um, Unity, Unreal Engine. Um, so I have some students who can get that far. Um, I can't necessarily do it myself um, because I'm totally unartistic. I'm the STEM, <laughs> STEM person. Okay. So I can learn all the lighting. I can learn making objects look like they're flowing and floating and all of that. I can put the different camera angles, but I can't do anything that's going to look good. Mm. So, uh, but I go through and I've been so impressed with the tutorials. They're only, the only thing is I kind of wish they would have some more. They don't have enough yet on augmented reality. I'm sure um, they will very soon. Yeah, they, they promise. They have like it's intro emerging. things. 
Yeah, it's emerging. Yeah. But that that's reminds me that, you know, we're talking about the software and uh what's great about all of these Linda uh LinkedIn courses is that for any piece of software, you do have to be specific about what year version you're using because yes, they yes. have tutorials for every single version of every oh. single software and that's good and, so even yeah like if i have old software around here um you know i might be able to go find something for illustrator from 2014 or something you, might, yeah. you, you very well might um because mm. they carry they brought over all their old uh material mm. let me see I'm just going to play around. I typed in two. Oh, look at that. Adobe Illustrator 2014. No. So when I, yeah. So I when don't I. Have to throw it out. Right. Okay. So when I click on it, uh, I just typed in Adobe Illustrator CC 2014. And under video, mm -hmm. I got, I got 1,638 results. Wow. <laughs> got 184 courses. Uh-huh. Um. Yeah, and uh, well. so that's it's pretty awesome. It's pretty awesome. So the other great thing is that it also has levels of learning too. Like there's the beginner yes. version yes. of of uh, you know of right. Excel. They can teach you, and then they can you can go all the way into advanced stuff that very few people ever use, but somebody does, and they've mm -hmm. made a video for it, which is a, mm -hmm. or even a course for it, which is really awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I've enjoyed them, and um, I have never been disappointed, and my only disappointment is I can't multitask my life, so I can't learn, <laughs> I can't see as many of these as I'd like, and again, because I'm kind of on the outer edge of where we're going with some of the um, 3D technologies, I, I mm -hmm. hope they'll be bringing more in there, because I hate to go back to, I'm going to be learning Merge Cube this summer, which is an augmented reality that's fairly easy for K-12 to do. But, um, you know, so I'm looking forward to some of their more advanced areas coming out. But, um, you know, they have really, and also, too, they have a lot, should I say, on planning. Now, mm -hmm. I tend to jump into I need to learn a new technology. So I have the kind of planning already as part of my background. Yeah. But for students who are going in, they have very often, they will take the time to say, before you rush to developing, in my case, an augmented reality product, um, let's figure out, really, is that the best way to do this? Mm. Will, or with virtual reality, do they have headsets? All of these things, they, they make people step back and really plan a project before they just jump in with the technologies. And, you know, I know a lot of students will skip those parts that they really just want to get to, well, yeah, but how do I do it? Um, but they take the time to structure the learning so that you really are not just taking a technology tool, you're looking at the context. So, um, yeah, I love it. I really do. Yeah. We're very, we're very lucky. Um, so thank you, Eileen, so much. Yeah, well, thank for you, chatting with me here, and anyone who's wondering where the, what this website is, uh, that's and you're part of Empire State College, just go to www.esc.edu, and here's the here's the somewhat confusing part: forward slash capital L, lowercase i, capital L.
Oh, is that the one? Yep. I still go to the old lynda.com and, and then pour it over. Okay. Yep. Thank so you. Take, going this, right yep, going through this URL takes you directly through the ESC portal and logs you in into into where you're supposed to be. So yeah, it's it's www.esc.edu forward slash L I L. The okay. L's the L's are capitalized. Oh oh good. It's case sensitive. Yep. The okay, L's are that's capitalized. good to know. Yes. LinkedIn learning, yeah. Well thanks well, again, Eileen. Well, I really thank appreciate you for your time, it. Mike. I appreciate it. You have been listening to the Teaching and Tech Podcast. Thank you to our guest, Dr. Eileen O'Connor, for speaking with us today. If you enjoyed this episode, join us again next time and recommend us to your friends and colleagues. To learn more about educational technology at SUNY Empire State College, visit the link in the description, www.esc.edu forward slash edtech.